This episode is brought to you ad-free thanks to all of our wonderful patrons. You can get tons of exclusive content and help us keep the show going by joining at patreon.com slash shonenflop. Welcome to Shonen Flop Chibi. First impressions mini episode where we talk about the first chapter of the series that we'll be covering in depth next week with our guest, Comic Storian. Woo! I'm Jordan, and with me today, as usual, is my lovely co-host, David. Say hi, David. David. Oh, David, that was so grizzled. It's like, yeah, it's the same thing you do every single time you try and do some kind of different intro. It's always like, hi, David. Why'd you do that, though, David? What series are we covering this week? We're talking about Yokimano, and it won't make sense until we read the plot summary why I said it like that. You might have said it right. Maybe it's Yoakimono. I have no idea. I'm just remembering the Simpsons joke. Do you remember the monorail thing where it was? Like <laughs> so Yokimono, uh, Yoke means probably like beast or something. And oh, mono, yeah, mono means, <laughs> means mono. In the Simpsons where it was like monorail, mono means one and rail means rail. <laughs> right. I remember that. Yeah. God, I miss the classic Simpsons. Oh, man. Well, you know, according to uh, your boy, Super Eye Patch Wolf, it's good again. Allegedly. Allegedly. But for real, it is a combination of the word yoke means daybreak and kimono means beasts. <laughs> anyway, ask in the manga details. The author is uh, Yusaku Shibata, and this ran from July 19th, 2014 to November 10th, 2014. For 16 chapters and two volumes, kind of a short one, David. Yeah, it's a little it's a skinny boy, just like last week's. Just a little guy. <laughs> just a little guy. Little guy. He's just a little guy. This is the plot summary for Yokimono. Gin and Jinro Akatsuki are two kids who kill samurai, I guess, for fun. Jinro has two swords, and Gin just has one long sword. They make a contest of it and then fight each other to see who is best. The winner getting the other swords, I guess. The two kids were both branded with marks over their eyes to identify them as criminals when they were young. Just like in Yu-Gi-Oh! 5Ds. Just like in Final Fantasy 16. Uh, but yeah, I, I think that fucked them up a little bit, David. Mm-hmm. Gin drags Jin Rao to old-timey Kyoto because he wants them to join the Shinsengumi. And David, I'm shocked that this is our first manga talking about the Shinsengumi. Because manga and anime are kind of obsessed with the Shinsengumi. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Jinro runs off because he doesn't want to join them. Gin catches up to him and says the tryouts were canceled because some guy betrayed the Shinsengumi, killed two of them, and stole something. Popcorn David. The two run into the guy in question and start fighting him. He fatally stabs Gin, causing Jinro to freak out and cut the dude's hands off, only for them to grow back and also fatally stab Jinro. He Whoa. has the regenerating power of the newt, apparently, and can just do that. Where does the excess mass come from when he regenerates? Don't worry about it too Don't much. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. If you worry about how he eats and summons two hands, uh, just repeat to yourself, it's just a manga. You can really just relax. Mystery science manga. What what year is it set in? Three thousand. No, no, no. The, this manga. Oh, the eighteen hundreds. Mystery science manga. Eighteen hundreds, probably. Yeah. Thankfully, Hijikata Toshizo, vice captain of the Shinsengumi and a real person, shows up and uses the power of the wolf to kill Whoa. the newt guy because wolves are cooler than newts. Are you okay, David? Yes. Are you okay? I'm going beast mode. Oh uh, yeah. 
He tells Jinro that he can either accept power and join them or die of his wounds. So, of course, Jinro chooses the former. Imagine if this was just one chapter. <laughs> Jinro then buries Gin and resolves the fight in his stead. End of chapter one. Yeah. In the start of our first impression. So, Jordan, what do you think? This manga's art kind of reminds me of, like, off-brand Shaman King. Mmm. I can see that. Yeah. This is in our manga where it's newer than I would have thought. Like, God, it's still 10 years old. But if I thought this was like an early 2000s manga, I would have believed it. I agree. I was like, I knew that this didn't come out in the past couple of years just from how it felt. Yeah, I was talking to Maxi B and I feel like this is like the quality I think I thought Black Clover was going to have where this is yeah. really stupid, but not as in such like a tightly written or fun way that Black Clover is. Nah. I think Black Clover is literally the bar to if a manga is good or not. Like if you're worse than Black Clover, that's the bar. Black Clover is the most seven out of ten manga. So if you're worse than Black Clover, you're not good. I would say, like, from what I read, I'd, I'd give Black Clover, like, eight, but I feel I feel what you mean. Mm -hmm. Nah, I mean, this is, uh, this isn't great. This is so mid. This is so, like, whatever. Yeah, this is another manga of all time. I also have to note that on the note of art, he cannot draw swords proportionately. Like, the dude's sword length drastically changes throughout the chapter. <laughs> I think I noticed that, where, because they made a big deal about, uh, one character having a longer sword, and it didn't, it didn't seem, like, that long. Two swords, two swords. <laughs> two swords having sex. That'll make sense when our cover art comes out. Two swords having sex. Two swords having sex. <laughs> <laughs> my muscles, my muscles. Eh, whatever. This also has the issue where I think the vice captain looks a lot like the main character. Or no, the vice captain looks a lot like the nuke guy. So it was like, I was having trouble figuring out who was who because everyone has the same hair color and kind of shape of their faces the same. I was also very confused. Like, there's one point earlier on where Jinro sees, like, this tough guy in the crowd. And I genuinely don't know if that was the guy they were chasing or if that was the vice captain. I don't know. This is going to be an issue, isn't it? Yeah. I do appreciate, though, how optimistic the character is. He seems nice. Again, he kind of reminds me of the main character of Black Clover. He seems nice. Also, uh, this has some really cool visceral art. I guess because of the regeneration, they really just do a lot of cutting people in half and stuff. But it's still, like, pretty brutal. This manga gets gory. I was surprised. Yeah, like, it's some, like, uh, nanohazard shit. Not nearly as good as nanohazard. No, no, no. That dude spent, like, 10,000 hours drawing people's heads exploding shit. Do you think this manga is going to waste our time or no? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think this manga is going to waste the shit out of our time. <laughs> there really isn't that much to talk about. It is just manga. Yeah. It's just kind of bland. I do think that the whole like humanoid monster ability thing could be cool, but like they were like trying to be really coy with it. And I'm kind of like, dude, that's like what I would want to see. Like these monster people fighting each other, right? Yeah, like I don't know what the power of the wolf does other than have you cut slice a sword real cool. Yeah, I'm sure this is a trope, but it reminded me of the end of the first Star Wars movie, like episode one, where Kwai Kwan Jin dies and then he somehow gets the power to defeat this guy they couldn't beat two on one and then like cuts him in half. Yeah, I, I can see that, I guess. Yeah. Did you know it's a common fan edit that people just literally start like when they combine the three movies into one movie, they just start at that scene? Really? Yeah. At least Topher Grace's cut, which he made because he was very emotionally traumatized for playing a KKK member in Black Klansman. Like, he relaxed by editing the three Star Wars movies together. <laughs> and so I think that he literally just starts at that fight. That makes sense, weirdly. I mean, it feels like that's a really cool, like, editing exercise. It's like, I saw Black, uh, what was it? Uh, Black, what's the superhero name? Uh, Adam. Black Adam. And I was like, I think literally, like, you could at least move this film one or two points up from, like, a 3 out of 10 to a 5 out of 10 just by taking this existing movie and editing it better. 
There's a lot of movies like that. People uh, under people don't realize how important editing is, but you're literally like creating the movie when you're editing. You're literally just putting it together. I respect those editors that say that I won't read the film script before they edit it. Oh. I think that's such a baller idea. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's also why David Lynch uh, took his name off of Dune, because they would not allow him into the editing room. And he felt like really snubbed by that and that he lost control of the movie. And that's why he went back to being a weird filmmaker. Yeah. Although he did make the straight story after that. Years later. Yeah. God, I, I was actually talking to people about that. His next movie after that, I believe, was Blue Velvet. Which is his most spiritual film. Which is a fantastic film. Yeah. Uh, all right, we're, we're getting off topic, but Jordan, would you read our 10 chapters of this? God, I can't believe it. I wonder how this episode, this main episode's going to go. No. No, this is, this is, uh, I'll just read more Black Clover, dog. Yes, absolutely. And then Jordan, what do you think will happen next? Uh, I think Jinro gets dog powers because he's like, you want to be a mad dog? Enjoy the shit say Gumi. I thought you were going to start saying that. Like, oh, do you want to be a mad dog? Do you want to be a mad dog? Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> Who's a mad dog? Who's a mad dog? Good mad dog. <laughs> All right, what's your next? What's your next guess? I think there's one dude who discriminates against Jin Rao for having a mark until Jin Rao does something cool, and he's like, "Damn, never mind, my bad, dude." Mm-hmm. And I think that somebody has the power of a frog. And I bet they're gonna be the best character if it's anything like Tokyo Bride story. Those frog people, man, they're usually the best. Yeah, if you Google "best girl my hero academia," Froppy shows up. I was just going to say, also My Hero Academia, best character is a frog. What do you think, David? <laughs> we just added a frappy emoji to the Discord. <laughs> and then, uh, so Jordan, my guesses are they make no good use of the feudal Japan setting. Okay. We're going to see someone who's super OP who has like a mystical creature, like potentially they have like dragon powers. And that's like who like the big play. Like, I'm just saying like there's going to be some badass that has like a dragon power or a phoenix yeah, probably power. The big, probably the big bad. And then the main character will meet the beast people he comes from and decide if he wants to live as a human or as a beast. Do you think he comes from uh, from a group of beast people? It seemed like they were showing that he was a beast person that turned into like a regular human. I thought at least that's why I thought those flashbacks were showing. Right. There are people be like, you're a beast. Blah, blah, blah. You're a fucking beast. Uh, you're Mr. Beast. Oh, we should have Mr. Beast on this. Look at Mr. Beast over here. God, imagine Mr. Beast had been on this episode. No comic story. It's going to be great. Uh, so Jordan, well, I, mean, power- I mean, Mr. Beast was already in uh, Beast Children, so. <laughs> it's true, Mr. Beast Children. Yeah. And for the record, I did almost say Tokyo Shinobi Bride story. <laughs> 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 All right, so Jordan, what's your power word? Woof. Because like me reading this manga, I'm like, woof. Did I ever tell you how I've had two separate friends SOs message me because I taught their like boyfriends vocabulary that they wouldn't stop saying. So in this case, so I had two. So one was my friend Matt, where I taught him the phrase big if true. And apparently he would not stop saying it. So his his girlfriend now like fiance messaged me. He's like, why did you teach Matt that phrase? He won't stop saying it. And my other friend, Tim, I taught him woof. And his wife messaged me and said, Tim won't stop saying woof. (laughs) So this has happened twice where I've had SOs message me about vocabulary I've taught people oh my god god big if true is such a great phrase though yeah that's pretty good all right any, anyway mine i'm using a hyphen because fuck it mine's beast mode nice you know because it's built different yeah and you know who else is built different jordan people who ask questions for the show as a reminder you can ask your questions in the shonen flop discord you find a link to it in our show notes or on our site shonenflop.com and we get priority to those who are patrons never asked a question before or haven't had a question answered in a long time starting off jordan i am tweaking this question from xylon just for the sake of time so i'm gonna ask you jordan what are your top three from the top 10 grossing burger chains mcdonald's burger king wendy's sonic jack in the box Hardee's, whataburger clover's five guys in in and out so i guess what what is your one, two, three in that? 
So I haven't had some of these, but I mean, the number one is Five Guys. Mm -hmm. I gotta give it to In-N-Out. I don't think I've ever had In-N-Out. Oh, it's really good. Yeah, I've heard people say that. Whenever you come to New York, there's actually near my house like a fake In-N-Out. Like someone pretty much just recreated their own In-N-Out because there's no In-N-Outs <laughs> on the East Coast. They also have, uh, I haven't had Whataburger. I haven't had Jack in the Box. I just know Jack in the Box also sells tacos. I haven't had the burgers from Sonic. Hmm. Did you know they don't do the roller skates anymore? I didn't know they ever did roller skates. Yeah, that was like their thing. They would like go on roller skates and you'd get like your shake. That sounds like a legal liability, David. <laughs> So I guess it would be five guys, and then I don't want to say McDonald's, Burger King, or Wendy's, uh, so I'll just say five guys, and then Carl's Jr., and then, uh, I don't care. All right. I thought you were going to say, I'll say five guys, and four guys, and three guys. Nice. No, I'll say five guys, in and out, and then, I don't eat a lot of burgers, but I probably, I, I would say Shake Shack if it was an option. Yeah, me too. I would say Shake Shack. Okay, Shake Shack. Fuck it. All right. Uh, next up from Sandman. How has your pronunciation of Japanese words changed over these episodes? I'm thinking of how manga became manga after around 50 episodes. And for the record, we knew for a long time that wasn't said right. We just thought it was funny if I kept doing it. Yeah, David, that's why you kept saying it. Yeah, wink. <laughs> no, I mean, look, I think I've gotten a little better. I mean, I think I fucked up earlier in this episode and still called it manga, but I don't care. I don't fucking care. Don't like I don't care if I mispronounce manga. Yeah. You listen. guys care. You're the ones who care. And you I care him. if David does because I give him shit over it because I think it's funny. <laughs> um, I do want to say that Tucker's been a huge help. So Tucker, shout out to you. We still are yeah, terrible yes. at saying things, but we're a little bit better thanks to you. Next up, we have from Meru, main character from all the Shonen Flops participates in a card game tournament. Which ones are disqualified and for what reasons? All right, so the guy from Tricks Dedicated to Witches is disqualified because... No, I think he wouldn't cheat. He uses his magic for good. Okay, it's also possible he does cheat, but he's so good at it that nobody finds out. He's so good, but people think he's cheating and that's like so much plausible like that he would be cheating. I think BT would definitely try and cheat and get caught. Yes, BT absolutely would. Oh, um, Jim Naruto would just be the best card man of all time. He'd be the best card man of all time. Thinking who else? Absolute best. Q would definitely try and like uh, like look up, like have like strategies come up while he's playing and get caught using his phone during a match. He would get caught using his phone during a match. Yes, absolutely. Oh, dude, the dude, the guy from um, uh, fucking False Detective would just have her like reading over what a, his opponent has in their hand to him. Oh my god. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, who would who would oh, get a fight? Cluster can't he see through walls, so he could cheat that way too. So who would get disqualified for starting a fight? Um, that's a good question. Somebody would. Maybe the guy from oh the dude from I said Gil. You think? Or, or Grandpa G would make some, like, contraption to shuffle his deck and, like... Oh, Grandpa G would get so disqualified for, like, 20 different reasons. Oh, Kuriko would also try and fight her opponent. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I think the Tricks Dedicated to Witches guy would definitely be really good because he would know all the psychology behind playing cards without actually cheating, needing to cheat. Yeah, I mean... It... Oh, wait, we also didn't talk about Shogumaru, who literally is obsessed with playing Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh, my God, uh... Can you not remind me of that? All right, fine. We, we can move on then. All right. Next up, we have from ZZ Digital. Pick a podcast. You'd switch with the host of to do an episode of their show while they, they do your show. I think the low hanging fruit is, of course, our friends at Amy Out of Context. Yeah. Jordan, is there a podcast that we have had zero crossover with that you would want to do? Um, maybe your Kickstarter sucks. <laughs> I want to do uh, episode one. Pitch that as a podcast idea. And you're like, that show already exists. I was thinking that, too. Um... <laughs> 
E one. Holy shit, E one would uh that would be uh that would be a uh that'd be pretty good actually. Or we just do a really famous podcast and just get a ton of publicity, like go on come town. Come town? You go dude, I love how you're going with the dirtbag podcast this this time. Hell yeah. E one and come town, damn. Mm-hmm. We always knew I was a dirtbag. You ever listen to a podcast and just think, wow, these guys are jerks that I don't want to meet? That's Cumbtown. Maybe Stav. I would I would meet Stavros. <laughs> okay. He seems like a decent guy. The other guys, nah, they're just assholes. I don't want to. All right. So, Jordan, though, I'm saying E1. What show would you say? I can't believe you're saying E1. I love E1. Uh, I guess YKS, your Kickstarter sucks. All right, perfect. All right, and then finally from Reading Comics, I'm working on a manga at the moment. I was wondering if you guys could read it before we submit to Viz Media. So I would say our time is a bit limited, but I do want to highlight that we literally have a channel in our Discord for making manga. If I had time, I'm certainly more than happy to look at it. It might be fun at some point. Um, it's hard to do like an episode on someone's fan creation because, you know, they're not professional. So it just feels like it just doesn't feel appropriate to fully criticize them in that format. But definitely if I ever have have time i'll definitely leave some comments when people post it in the discord how brutal do you want me to be because i can be nice or i can be brutal oh god that's my question my oh, question to man. you uh yeah and that's all the time we have for questions today thank you all so much for submitting your wonderful questions jordan i want to say thank you so much for helping with the show and editing the chibi oh thank you so much david thank you for putting the show together everything that you do Props to Shannon for the awesome cover art. Find her Alina Illuminati. Thank you, Dylan, for assistance with editing. Find his podcast, Anime Out of Context, at AnimeContext.com. Thanks to Tucker and Maxi B for assistance with pronunciation, translation, other miscellaneous research. Find us on Twitter at Shonen Flopcast, Tumblr Shonen-Flop, our website ShonenFlop.com, or on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, or Elver, or wherever else you get your podcast. As we mentioned, join the Discord. There's a lot of really great stuff going on. You can hang out with us. If you've been enjoying the podcast and want to help us keep going, consider subscribing to our Patreon. We wouldn't be able to keep the show running without their support, including getting a bunch of bonus episodes short what are we dropping in January for our listeners? We dropped our coverage of the first three volumes of Black Clover. Yes. Uh, and you can see whether or not David feels bad about making all those jokes about it being the most mid-manga of all time. Yeah, you're going to have to listen in and find out. All right. And then you could even be listening into these recordings live, getting warm-up body, or helping us pick what series we cover next. And you can find it at patreon.com slash unflop. And I want to read off some of our wonderful patrons. Starting off with our dolphin dads, we have Call Me a Genie in a Bottle because I wanted Sean to rub me the right way, Glormac and Rachel, my wonderful fiance say it is almost her birthday no, i can't believe she's it not your wonderful fiance my David. wonderful ex-fiance <laughs> she went to a hockey game last night she had a great time next up we have the ravioli tier where you can see, get weekly photos of my little goblin dog she did one bark today so she is in puppy jail for <laughs> the next five minutes we have chris eva karate chopsticks matt t and trevor schechner thank you all so much moving on down to the king of the force we have zero nine zero z bandit stoof my girlfriend chad mason david take my head jordan take my tail double team me wink wink jesus christ um all right that's the first for us jacob andrew galloway there we kirby go. mon marty max baker sarah t wolfwood and tommy boy moving on down to galactic ball federation officers we have a mid-sized sedan andy's islands blah moo brandon david ackerson david ackerson dennis james moan drago drew dylan Kreider, nigel fax generic man go go jory rangers red jory reporting for duty hans heavy milk hermit crab keanu manly p hall marabara matt metzolovich mike obscure reference oh man i loved i love that movie resident warhammer nerd ryan jasinski scott fishler silly rookie Simping for Senpai Ash, Staghorn, Tapir Clip, Travis Garden, Tucker Waltley, Wright, and ZZ Digital. Thank you all, along with our wonderful Beast children. Oh, thank you. I love all of you. Oh, man. And then, Jordan, anything you want to toss into the pile? Uh, listen to Mission Ignition. That's all I got. Do it. All right. Thank you so much for listening. Tune in next Monday as we give our full thoughts on Yokimano featuring Comic Storian. Yeah. This has been Jordan. This has been David. And you've been listening to Shut Up Flop. Did you say it? Keep on flop floppers. <laughs>